Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world, world of, of food. food. First, did you hear Pizza Hut broke a world record by making a 14,000 square foot pizza? Wow. It required close to 14,000 pounds of dough, 5,000 pounds of sauce, 8,800 pounds of cheese, and more than 630,000 slices of pepperoni. Why is my mouth watering? They had to use these little heaters. To go to kind of fly over it, evenly to cook it because it it was on the stadium floor, and not one (laughs) bite went to waste. They gave it to local food banks. Oh, second, Hershey unveiled new Valentine's Day treats, including Hershey's Kisses chocolate dipped strawberry flavor and Reese's peanut butter cups shaped gift boxes. I could see you buying that for your wife and Mm. daughters. And finally, in the world of food, how would you like to be paid a thousand dollars to eat? cheese every night Mm. Uh, you have to eat it right before bed because they're studying how the cheese affects your sleep you just apply (laughs) at sleepjunkie.com really? I had such deep and vivid vivid dreams when I had the Gouda (laughs) (laughs) the mozzarella had me dreaming of vacationing in Italy go figure go Go, go back to that pizza thing so they cooked it the ginormous pizza they cooked it on the stadium floor could you imagine how awesome it smelled around the neighborhood Ooh, around the stadium that's true right everybody for like a five square mile radius was like i don't know why but i'm craving pizza i can't decide <laughs> if i would want a slice because it was made on a floor but they put plastic down first yeah i'd want a piece yeah yeah say you had a, you had a chunk of the world's largest pizza that's true that's yeah, pretty cool absolutely so uh when you're making that decision to get rid of some of your kids toys how do you make the final call on what stays and what goes Got some tips for you coming up next. So, yeah, yeah, these are some spot-on tips for how to decide what toys, when you're in one of those um, Marie Kondo, let's get rid of everything mm. frame of minds, this is how you decide whether you're going to keep Which things or not. A lot of people are in that frame of mind this time of year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They sure are. Okay, tip number one. Okay. Never, never ask a child if they still like something. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> <laughs> they'll not only say yes i still like that and by the way i need the accessories to go along with it right you'll wind it with more stuff right. okay uh number two do the dirty work when the kids leave oh don't yeah. do it while they're home wait for them to go out and yeah. then get rid of all the stuff and number three Oh, we were so guilty of this. If something has missing parts, you're never going to find them. Put that toy out of its misery. <laughs> How many of us have like Monopoly with no park place or yeah. something like that? Get rid of it. Why, and, why do we have such a hard time parting with stuff like that? I don't know. And by the way, Goodwill does not want <laughs> in, no. incomplete game sets. Mm-mm. Checkers with only seven of the black ones. You know, No, they don't want that. Okay. When in doubt... Move it out to the garage. Don't tell the kids it's out there and see if they miss it after about a month. If they don't, get rid of it. Some parents are smart enough to rotate the the toys in and out, kind of like a Disney movie. Hmm. And if everything was old, that becomes new again because I hadn't seen them in a while. Last one. Do not keep anything that was given to you, given to your child as part of a birthday party gift bag. (laughs) <laughs> Those things have a 24-hour shelf life. After 24 hours, whoosh, get rid of it. Gone. <laughs> what do you think? Good tips? I thought they were. Guess what I saw? Today is National Compliment Day. Oh, uh, cool. That's so, awesome. Yeah, let's swap. A, Taylor, I have a compliment for you. You are, without 
a doubt, one of the kindest, most caring people I have ever met. Aww. Ever. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. That is so kind. So, do you you have a compliment for me? Um. Wow, you really put me on the spot live on the radio. Um, <laughs> can I can I think about it for a minute? What? Nothing just popped into your head? I'm sure it will. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so this is fun. It's National Compliment Day, and I started with our compliments. I said, Taylor, you're one of the most thoughtful and kind people I have ever met. That's so nice. And wow. you said you needed a minute to think of one for me. Yes, so, I, I, so I'm glad gave you gave me time to think. Yeah, we gave you about six minutes. So what'd you come up with? So my compliment for you, Kev, yeah. is you, my friend, uh-huh. are never at a loss for words. Ever. Never. Ever. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or not. No, it is. <laughs> you always have something to say. I feel like I don't right now. <laughs> I had to contemplate. You're, spe- you're so touched by my compliment. You're speechless. I, I don't know if touched is the right word. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're swapping compliments. And Taylor, you know why I didn't think, uh, what did you say? Uh, I, I you never, oh, had never a loss lost for words. words. The reason I think I didn't take that as a compliment is just a few days ago, I shared on the air the... Uh, Letters, the disciplinary letters I had sent mm, home from school, yeah. where within about three days of each other, different teachers let my parents know yeah. that I talked too much and was disruptive, and so I maybe needed you're a to. Little sensitive. I needed to zip it. Yeah, you didn't realize. That <laughs> or I'd never go compliment. anywhere in life. <laughs> no, that was fun watching you squirm, but I can, I can give you a real compliment. All right, let's no, hear it. No, really, I mean, you are. Probably the most loving, loyal husband and father I've witnessed. Like the way you dote and and just um, spoil, I guess, for lack of a better term, your wife, Tracy. Yeah. Very, very sweet. It's so Uh fun to watch. You're like, I'm going to pick up some flowers today or whatever you're excited about next or whatever birthday or anniversary surprise you have for her. Uh It's very sweet to watch. All right. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, that's that's really cool. And you have a very good quick wit, too. We all enjoy that. I'll take that. And that leads to the never at a loss for words because I did. God did not equip me with a filter, (laughs) 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 which has been my superpower and my Achilles heel all all at the same time. (laughs) Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news. A teacher at Jefferson Elementary School in Omaha got the surprise of a lifetime when she was awarded Teacher of the Year. Name's Lisa Moody, and she's a special ed teacher who was helping one of her students when they called out her name at the assembly, and she was shocked. I just wanted to be that kind of role model who could show them that, yes, life isn't always easy, and yes, you're dealt a card that might not be easy to deal with, but that doesn't have to define who you are. She's dedicated her whole life to getting the best out of her students and created a whole new curriculum for teachers nationwide to use. You see, uh, Lisa Moody has cerebral palsy. She was born with it. Mm. And so she can so empathize and relate to the struggles that her students have. Uh, She won a $25,000 prize and an all-expense-paid trip to L.A. to network with other teachers. She said she kind of used it as a team award because she gets so much help from her Mm. fellow teachers. Oh, that's cool. Sounds like an awesome person. So I'm not proud of my reaction the other day when my son almost dropped 
an egg. <laughs> but there's there's some good news on the horizon. What are you burning money for egg prices, right? So uh, my son almost dropped an egg in the kitchen uh, the other day, and my reaction was that. But times about fifty. <laughs> You're so expensive right now. Oh, I was just like ha ha ha. Did you catch it? <laughs> he did. He caught it. He caught it. And, but wow. there is there's good news on the egg horizon. Yay. What is it? Uh, well, right now, eggs are costing you year to year. Like a year ago, they were about $2.50 less per dozen. Uh, they're saying prices should start coming down within four to six months. So by summertime, egg prices should be coming down. So that means this Easter, we're going to have to dye potatoes or paint potatoes. <laughs> Possibly, of... right. Yeah. Or start saving now. Yeah, <laughs> for dying, so dying Easter for dying eggs. eggs, right? So, man, there you go. That's four like, to six months. It's like someone brings uh, deviled eggs to your Easter brunch, and you're like, "What are we like caviar kind of people?" Yeah, we did my that's what my wife deviled sent in eggs. with me for our Christmas party, and they were all gone. People probably. I like, had one. It was delicious. Eggs. eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Take it home and see if I can scramble it. <laughs> right. It's the new caviar. <laughs> Don't you love it when you can get to that level of friendship with someone that? You can just say it, like, say it how it is. Say like, it like this it is, is how I feel. This is what I want to say to you. That sweater's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I did that with a friend the other day, and she totally got it. Like, she totally appreciated me saying exactly how it is. I'll tell you what happened in just a minute. You got spinach in your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love it when you get to a level of friendship with someone where you can just say what it is, say it like you want to say it, and they totally get you? Hmm. Uh, in the South, they might call it, I'll shoot you straight. Um, <laughs> I uh, had a little interesting situation where um, a sweet friend of mine, I hadn't seen her yet since my dad passed away. Um, ironically, I had been with her the day that I found out that mm. it looked like this is it. You know, dad had fallen. There's a brain bleed. Get there fast if you want to see him one more time. Um, and so she had been with me through that ordeal, but we hadn't seen each other since my dad passed away. And so she texted me and she wanted to make me a meal, like bring me and Glenn a meal. And it, it wasn't going to happen during the, until the weekday. And I, I just was super honest with her. I said, you know, that is so kind of you. That is so sweet of you. But the thought of you like doing all that work, fighting traffic, getting to my house, I said, what would mean so much more to me is just spending time with you. Just getting to talk to you mm. and tell you stories about my dad. And so mm -hmm. that's what we did. Oh, we got cool. together the other night, just me and her. And I thought I could hold it together. I got a little teary telling some of the stories about my dad to honor him. But um, we just had a really, really special time. And I just loved, I said to her, I said, thanks for letting me be at that level of friendship you, with you where I could just say, I don't want just food. I want to be with you. That's mm. what means the most to me. I don't care what we're eating. I don't care if it's just coffee. I just want to spend time with you mm. and talk about what it's been like oh, since I cool. lost my dad. So it was really, yeah. really special. That's cool that you have a friend that you could just say, like, I, I don't want you to make something for me. I I'd rather go out and just be be with you. That's really cool yeah. to have friendships like that, too. It was really too. special. And, you know, the other thing that really touched me is she said um, some of the things I've said about my dad and knowing that I lost my dad inspired her to have a heart-to-heart -heart with her dad and just let him know how much she appreciates him. Mm. She did it face-to-face, uh, -face, and I, it just meant a lot to me that she did that. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. It's uh, I'll tell you what, when your parents start to get to be a certain age, 
that really it becomes a reality, right? Yeah. Especially if you have a friend like like she does and you who mm-hmm. lost her dad. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely ramps it up and you want to be in touch. Wait till you hear about the secret way of dealing with anxiety and depression. We all know that acts of kindness can brighten somebody's day, you know, somebody else. But new research shows that good deeds can ease the doer's own symptoms of anxiety and depression, Hmm. along with promoting social connection, improving overall life satisfaction. They say uh, social connection seems to be one of the most powerful ingredients for a flourishing in life, whether it's complimenting a stranger, buying coffee for your coworker, or holding the door for others. Performing acts of kindness is one of the most powerful things you can do. Absolutely. To fight anxiety and depression in I your life. I, I totally yeah. believe that. Let's talk about this whole idea. I love it that, that you can help deal with anxiety and depression by kind of uh, getting out of your own headspace. And I understand those are serious things. It's not just a mood or a, you know, a feeling. It's something that people feel like it, this is something that's pervading my life. But it helps to move, if you can, to move out of that headspace and help other people. And in doing that, you wind up feeling better yourself yeah right so let's talk about that have you found that to be true in your life do you wind up feeling better about you about life about everything when you help other people how about you ashley have you noticed that when you reach out and love and serve others it helps you with anxiety and depression absolutely i'm actually a school counselor so i talk to my students a lot about how it's very common to feel anxious and sad and a lot of times i just find that like just saying hi to my students in the hallway is my random act of kindness Hmm. um and we do a program at our school where we talk about different strengths that kids can rely on when they feel big emotions like that Hmm. and they just say how they are so appreciative to have a in the hallway to say good morning, ask about their day, um, because sometimes those kids don't have that positive interaction. Um, so it's definitely a highlight for me when at the high school oh, that I work at. That is so special. I I have so noticed that in my own life. Like one of the things that I don't know that I've ever, I can empathize with anxiety, but I can definitely empathize with depression and infertility. Well, will do that to you. But then when I can uh, turn around and help other women going through that loss of knowing you're not going to have a biological child, it gives me hope and it helps me through the sadness. So it's, it's really neat how God can use whatever you're going through to, to love and serve other people. Thank you guys um, so much for your uplifting um, every single day. I definitely feel like you guys do your random acts of kindness. Um, uh-huh. But thank you for delighting our community. So one thing you don't want to hear when you're a mom is coming from the other room, Mom! <laughs> <laughs> something bad may have happened. A, a friend uh-huh. of mine had something. This is one of those accidents that happens that goes down in family history. I want to see if you've maybe had one similar. But wait till you hear what happened with them. It involves a 20-gallon fish tank. We'll talk Uh-oh. about it next. So parenting is not for the faint of heart. It's not for cowards. Not at all. And uh, you never know what's going to come around every corner. And uh, a mom that's a friend of mine posted, raise your hand if your kid's 20-gallon aquarium shattered, leaving a flood of glass, gravel, and tropical fish in a state of chaos in your kitchen this no. weekend could you imagine that did she say how it happened no it just said Someone the whole thing shattered and then maybe say yeah knocked it over but i have no idea how much Whoa. pressure that glass is under yeah but yeah all over the kitchen floor Ugh. 20 gallons of water. i mean what's the biggest problem i would think trying to save the fish 
would be num- job number one. Yeah. Because you don't save the fish. You've got upset kids on your hand. Then you got to soak up the water before it does too much damage. 20 gallons Depending all on the, the type place. of flooring. It's Tw- really not just bad. Flo- not just water, but fish tank water. Ooh. Depending on the last time you clean the tank, that could be really nasty. Oh, man. Right? And then you got these fish just all over your floor. <laughs> This is why we can't have nice things. Right. See, that we can laugh because it didn't happen to us. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the biggest mess I've ever had to clean up. That one's pretty big. But uh, what about you ever have something like that happen? Because that mom did not wake up that day going, I hope my 20-gallon fish tank explodes all over the kitchen. No, right? Not at all. So what, what kind of unexpected things have come your way that you're like, really? Really? This would only happen to us. So, Daisha, we're talking about those mishaps in life. What happened to you guys? Uh, well, it was kind of crazy. We have a, in our master bathroom, we have one of those walls that's all one big mirror. Okay. And it was probably like 2 in the morning, and we hear this crash. And the mirror had come off the wall <gasps> and shattered throughout the entire bathroom. No kidding. No and, way. Yeah. Crazy, and the, the saving grace is we have this habit of leaving the bathroom doors shut because the skylight makes it so you hear all the outdoor noises. Uh-huh. And that was the only thing that saved us because the door was shut, so it didn't like spread into the bedroom. Wow! Whoa. It's like oh. the glue just finally gave out after all those years. You know what the good news of that though is, Taylor, what? is um, because I, I would not want a full wall mirror in the bathroom. Um, oh, there's a whole story there. <laughs> Would not want that. So, house, so, so yeah. if they don't replace that, you will forever in your mind be like 10 years from now, you'll be 10 years ago thinner. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need that in your bathroom. I got one that needs to come down right now. Believe me. It, it came with the house. Hey, do you get a laugh out of controversies that really just don't matter? You're not going to believe what the whole internet is arguing about right now. Okay. How many nights in a row... Is it okay to wear the same pair of pajamas? I need to know if people wear pajamas like multiple nights in a row. I've worn these like three nights in a row. And people are going crazy. People no are quite con- divided on since the issue. We're, since we're like getting enraged about things that don't matter, I couldn't take like the vocal fry <laughs> like. <laughs> people are super divided on the issue some saying of course you can't you can wear them at least a week and wash them when you wash your sheets others think um it's it due to sweat and dead skin cells it's disgusting to wear them for more than one night other people say they work from home and ha- they wear the pajamas 24 7 for an entire week <laughs> so what say you kev what's the rules in your household when it comes to pjs i'm wearing pjs oh gosh i don't know because i have on our we we keep our ironing board up like all the time mm-hmm. in our bathroom. It's just instead of putting it away every day, we keep it up, and that becomes the place where I pile my clothes. And I have clothes that are I've worn, but I don't consider dirty. Mm-hmm. And then I have PJs, and then I have pre going to bed clothes because <laughs> I, I, all right, I'll, I'm wearing what I'm wearing to work, right? And then I'm going to work out later on today, so I'll have my workout clothes, and then I'll change into something after working out. But I'm not going to wear that to bed. So then I'll change into something I'm going to wear to bed. So I've got, and then the clothes I wear after working out, I'm like, well, they're not dirty. Okay, you so I'll just really, pile them here. You're not weighing in on the, it's like you're avoiding the PJ issue and just telling us about your clothes. I'm saying, okay. <laughs> What's happening right now? Well, no, because it all leads up to what I wear f- to bed. 
there's what I'll wear like lounging around watching TV and then I change before I go to go to bed. You accuse women of being way too detail oriented, but that was yeah. way too much information. Just how many nights really? is it okay to wear the PJs? That's that's the controversy. Three. Okay. Is that what you're looking for? You're just looking for a number? Yeah. Yeah, that's all I need. Three. All right, since we've laid the ground rules, what about you? Um, I'm okay with once a week when you wash the sheets. Seven Every days? Every week I wash the sheets. You wear your and then PJs you wash for seven your... days. Because you're clean when you go to bed, usually, if you've taken a shower. or Yeah. I don't know. I take a shower in the morning. Okay. So I'm saying three days. So then your your PJs are disgusting. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to check in with our producer, Griff, in just a minute. And he said that he keeps losing stuff in his own home. And it's not his fault. He knows who's to blame. Yeah. I lost my mind in my own home years ago. <laughs> totally my fault. So Griff's in the studio with us now. And Taylor said that uh, that you, you lost something and you have no one to blame but yourself or you don't know who to blame. What's the deal? Oh, no. I know who to blame. It's not myself. No. Okay. I keep losing things around the house. Um, and it's all because of my son, Thatcher. He's seven. And he's gotten on this real cleaning kick. Get like, out! And just not his room, like the whole house. He and wants everything to be nice everything and Everything put away. He doesn't want any clutter. So if he sees wow. anything out, it's put away somewhere. Maybe not always in the right spot, but it's put away so you don't see it. So then he can't find anything. So then I can't find stuff. Wow. And sometimes he does put it in the right place. I couldn't find my glasses last night. Mm-hmm. I was looking everywhere, like where I usually put them on my nightstand or wherever. They were in my glasses case in my bathroom. No one ever puts them be. there. Right? But I don't actually put them there, but that's and where he put them. Does this get spurred on when he knows somebody's coming over, or is he always cleaning? No, he's just, he's always on it. Always on it. Yeah. Wow. Just wants a tidy house. Did he just start doing this, or did he have a speech like, hey, we all need to tighten up? <laughs> he, just, he just started in the past couple weeks. So he just started his, doing it. It's his thing now. He's like developing all these new little quirks. Like first he wants his sister to match him in their school uniforms every day. Mm -hmm. Now he's like cleaning. It's great. He'll wake up and uh, he'll make his bed first thing and get dressed and he's ready for the day, even on the weekends. Who's more like that? You or Sarah? Me. You're more like that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Especially as a kid. I was very much a tidy. Oh, funny. He got it from you. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. is it something you hope he grows out of, or are you cool with no, it? No, I don't. I like it, honestly. <laughs> it keeps my wife on her game, you know? It forces her to... Oh! <laughs> Mr. I can't find my glasses. Right. It keeps my wife right. keeps on her Sarah game. Sarah on her game. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that Griffin's wife, Sarah, gets to have a voice by texting me when we talk about certain <laughs> subjects. Uh, Griffin was saying that his son Thatcher has gotten an all become like a decluttering neatnik. Okay. Kind of uh-huh. like his daddy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Sarah has weighed in, and she said there's a little twist on this perspective. Find out what Sarah says next. Oh, Griff, you're in trouble. (laughs) Sarah heard you talking on the radio. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, and uh, she weighed in. That's a, and, that's a uh, lot of words I can see from yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, a lot of words all in caps. Including the face plant emoji. Oh, no. So bottom line, she says that there's a big difference between clutter and dirty. Oh, goodness. She mm. said, I can handle mm. clutter better than I can handle dirty. And when you have two small kids, a husband, a cat, and a dog, there's bound to be clutter and dirty face plant. I clean more than I declutter. Mm. Griff can't handle clutter, but dirty doesn't bother him as much, and Thatch seems to be like that. Yes. 
So, so that I, means if there's dust or the bathroom's not that clean, it doesn't bother you in Thatcher. But I, if your glasses are left it. out, God forbid. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> the, the clutter, you see, it's physical. It's there. You want that out of the way so it looks clean. Oh, yeah. But it's dirt about appearances. Is it's not about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why guys can't see dirt like women can. Tracy has a phrase she uses about clutter. I think she got it from that lady, the fly lady. Cl- uh-huh. Clutter attracts clutter. She's like, the more clutter you have, yeah. the more mm. clutter you're going to get. So yeah. clean Same it up. Same thing with dirt. The and more that's dirt so true. you have, the more have, dirt you're going to have. On our kitchen counter, we have a bowl where we keep our keys. And right next to that, for some reason, is where all of my miscellaneous junk that I don't want to throw away, but I don't feel like dealing with it yet, it gets right. piled up there. <laughs> and she gets annoyed. Oh, rightfully so. Rightfully yeah. so. Because I'm always like, I'll, I'll get to it in a minute. I'll get, I'm will get. i going to do that today. I'll get to it later. Would you guys never agree do. that it seems like women can spot dirt so much more easily than guys can? Yes. Seems that way. Well, yeah. Absolutely. Why is that? Why don't you guys notice? Like, it's so mm-hmm. obvious. Like, if there's toothpaste in the sink or like a streak on the mirror, it's like, oh my goodness, look at that dirt. Well, look if at my that wife mess. were to say that to me, like if she were in the kitchen and go, didn't you notice this dirt? I would go... Honey, all I'm looking at is you. Oh, there it is. I like it. I'm stealing that. Even though you just totally snorted at it, you're going to steal can't, it. I can't see any dirt because all I can see is you, sweetheart. Oh, <laughs> man. I tell you. That's a good one. <laughs> so, boy, we really poked the hornet's nest with Griffin <laughs> talking about Clutter his versus son. dirt. When start off with an innocent story with his son cleaning everything up around the house, and he's going, oh, he takes after me because, you know, certainly not mom. Yeah. And then mom waited, and she's like, oh, bah, 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 bah. There's a difference between decluttering and cleaning. Cleaning, right. Mm-hmm. And both are important. And I just got another text from a friend who's listening, and she actually went out and bought baskets for her husband's clutter. <laughs> and she just shoves his stuff in those baskets. And then it's up to him to sort it all out. Well, the baskets are overflowing and I she refi- refuses to buy more baskets. Where, where are the baskets? Are they like on a kitchen counter or something? Where do sure. the baskets live? There, all this I, stuff I'll happens. have to ask a follow. I'll text a follow up. Yeah. Because yeah. Tracy will get on me about piling it up does not mean that you've decluttered or just <laughs> moving the pile to somewhere I can't see it. Yeah. Or like that inside a basket does not change the definition. It's still clutter. Yeah. We have a scary situation in, um, I guess you'd call it like a mud room in mm-hmm. this house we bought. And I bought little baskets for all these little cubby holes thinking it would hide clutter. Mm-hmm. They're starting to overflow. Hmm. I got to go through and figure out what what's in there. Yeah. <laughs> what is that stuff? Yeah. I, I, our mudroom, I just use that to keep my uh, my classified documents there. 